Bueller. 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 Welcome back, everybody, to Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off, one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And we have the wonderful, the lovely Crystal Beth with us on our show this week. Welcome, Crystal. Yay! Thank you. I made it. I know. I'm so glad you made it. You know, I, I don't remember... I've heard it a couple times in different on different podcasts, people saying, like, you know, you're not a real minute show if you haven't had Crystal Beth as a guest. And I was like... So determined to make sure we got you before it's over. <laughs> well, and so I'm glad you're here this week. It's a common misconception. I do not need to be on your podcast for it to be considered a movie <laughs> podcast. But I'm really glad I got on it because Ferris Bueller is one of my yeah. favorite movies. It's so good. Well, I mean, I think you, you, you probably still hold the record for like the most guest spots. Uh, right? Yeah, I maybe. think that's the case. I don't know. I've always... I feel like I've heard you on every show I've listened to. Yeah, I've been on a lot of them. Um, I haven't been on some of them, so not all of them. I haven't been on all of them, which that would True. be a feat. That would be. I mean, there's so many of them now. And an impossible so feat. Many. I would not have time to do that. No. No. I. There have been so many times where people have asked us to guest on shows, and I'm just like, our, like can you record this specific night? Because otherwise we're just not free. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's how it goes. Adulting is hard. Scheduling is hard. No, I wish I could Scheduling just podcast all my friends all the time, but I can't. Same. Same. It'd be the best. Well, I'm glad I'm here. Me too. You're here to you're here for the last like full week of minutes. That's crazy. I'm very thrilled. I know. You guys are wrapping it up. It's, you're it's, almost done. I know, right? We have a moment at the at the end of one of our minutes this week where I when we were watching it before recording, I was like, Victoria, like, the movie's over. <laughs> like we're done. Yeah. Gosh, it's crazy. Kind of great. I'm excited. Uh, we're starting the week today. We're talking about minute number 96. Minute 96 starts with Rooney threatening Ferris. And then it ends with Jeannie saving him. Yeah. Yeah. I really love, uh, I, I've laughed out loud at this moment a couple times. Because, like, last week with Norman on Friday, we talked about how, like, if the movie had ended here, like, Rooney's basically won. He's caught Ferris. And so we have the rest of this conversation where he's like telling Ferris like like how how does it how does another year of school sound yeah. or something like that. And uh, we get Pe- Jeannie peeking through the window like watching like she's all delighted because like you know she's been after Ferris this whole time too and so it feels like she's like in Rooney's victory she's also kind of won. Yeah. And then of course she comes out and helps him but but I just the, the I love the facial expressions in this minute they're all very um they're very good and very 80s yes yes they're all like they're they're very proud and campy and like yeah Mm -hmm. we're at the end of the movie now it's very showy as opposed to what movies are now which is a little less yeah yeah they're they're not um the performances don't feel over the top but at the same time like there's so much animation in everyone's faces yeah uh, I really, really love, I just have, I, I let it roll forward just a little bit until Jeannie opens the door to come, like, say something. And the grin on Rooney's face before she steps out and, like, 
It's like, oh, thank you for bringing Ferris home. And then everything just falls off his face. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I also, I love that they didn't show her getting the wallet off the floor. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, I thought I remembered that being a thing that happens. But no, we just see it, like, land on the floor. Right. Which I think is good. If we had seen it pick up, if we had seen her pick that the wallet up, um, it wouldn't be as much of a delight tomorrow when she tells him like oh you left your wallet right because it's kind of a surprise like we don't know why she's siding with ferris yet and i feel like nowadays they would 100 percent just put the insert of her picking up the wallet yeah or just a hand at least going to get it so it's kind of nice because that's all it would take is like a couple of seconds and 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 so it's it's it, it feels like it preserves something a little bit yeah and it keeps us confused we're like wait what I also love the like, side profile yeah. of Matthew Broderick from the window. I think he's so cute. <laughs> Victoria, he's uh, you've you've said more than once that he's your favorite. Oh, he's adorable. Matthew Broderick <laughs> is still cute. He is still cute. <laughs> I was actually he just still googling. Looks the same. What was that? I go. He pretty much still like almost looks the same, yeah. except for he has gray in his hair. Right. I was looking at pictures of he and his kids and Sarah Michelle. I was about to say Sarah Michelle Geller, Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> and I was like, gosh, they're so cute. That'd be an age difference. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but should they make some cute kids, though? Oh, they would. Oh, probably. Wait, Sarah Michelle Geller and uh, Freddie Prince have kids? Freddie Prince Jr. has kids, right? Yep. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, well, they have kids, don't they? They do. Yeah. I actually Instagram stalked them the other day. And by the other day, I mean a oh couple my goodness. months ago. Because I was curious. I was like, <laughs> what are they doing? And they both cook a lot now. And their kids' faces oh. are never on their social media, just the back of their heads. Oh, that's so weird. Which is like weird. I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, just don't have them at all. Not just like their hair. Yeah, but yeah, like we have kids, you'll just never see what they look like. Yeah. You'll never know their faces. So crazy. Makes sense. But I bet they're cute. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're adorable. Victoria, you started... I was going to say something, but I heard you like that That's inhale, okay. too. That's okay. No, go ahead. That's okay. Yeah? Yeah. I really like... Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I am a little concerned about this line that Rooney says when he says, how would you feel about another year of high school under my <laughs> close personal supervision? <laughs> I'm just like, like, I'm uh, sure. It's a, little, uh, it's a little disturbing, Rooney. <laughs> It's a little too much, I think. You're like, wait, so this whole thing is because you've had a crush on him and you want <laughs> to be with him, but you don't know how to say it because you know it's bad. So that's oh, <laughs> Gonna hold him back another year. And then, uh, how old is, is Ferris over 18? Is he legally an adult? Do we know? I don't maybe, think we maybe know. Maybe not yet. I don't know. We don't know his birth date. No, we don't. In the script, both him and Jeannie are credited as being 18, but I don't, that doesn't make sense. I could yeah, see. Yeah, unless they're twins. I could see them being twins. Just a couple of the lines in the movie say yeah. it, where she's like, I got a car. And Ferris the whole time's like, I didn't get a car. So clearly you would think that they had, she was like, he got a computer and I got a car. Clearly they have a birthday near each other to be yeah. thinking of it like that or something. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, because it's definitely was like it they're for their birthdays, or was it for Christmas? I don't know. Could have been for Christmas. It, de- it definitely would be like it. Definitely, the line is delivered. I didn't even think about this, Crystal. I, the line is definitely delivered in the sense that like those two gifts were given around the same yeah. time. Yeah, which it could be Christmas too. But yeah, honestly, I assumed that they were the same age the whole time. 
Yeah, it I it's very ambiguous. She kind of tr- carries herself like she's older than Ferris. Um but I think I don't know. There's a con- contradicting things in the script, but there's nothing in the movie that like that definitively sets their ages. Right. And we don't- or the, the definitively sets her age. We know he's about to graduate, but we don't know about Jeannie. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting if... But if it was younger, it wouldn't make sense that she got the car before him, even though he wanted a computer. Although, honestly, I think a computer is a better gift. Yeah. Yeah, especially... Um, it's actually impressive because, like, the computer he has is a really nice... Like, that computer probably cost about as much as her car did. Yeah. Because he's got, like, one of the best computers you could get at the time. Yeah, and that's um, a rich family there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. All three of these uh, are our main trio are like incredibly wealthy or come from incredibly wealthy families. What's that like? Uh, we talked last week about Sloane's like $10,000 watch, which is crazy. God, I want to be crazy. rich and have not a care in the world and play hooky. <laughs> right? Why can't I just play hooky nine times in a semester? My God. Get away with it. Change my grades with my super fancy computer. Oh, man. I love when the, the days started going down. <laughs> oh, the look on Rooney's oh, face when it happens gosh. is priceless. I really... Rooney has... I think Rooney might have the most expressive face. Oh, yeah. No, he definitely does. Definitely. But Matthew Broderick has the cutest. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of adorable. And I think Jennifer Grey is so... Even when she's being a horrible person, she is still so <laughs> cute. Ugh. I wonder... You know, I didn't... I don't think I appreciated Jennifer Grey enough before we started doing this podcast. Oh, Jennifer Grey's amazing. I love her. Yeah. She's so pretty. She I've is. seen her in, like, a couple she other She never should have got that nose job. I Aww. know. And her nose it ruined her career. that bad. No, it ruined her career. She didn't get any, like, really any movies Does or Does she not really do afterwards. stuff anymore? No. After she got the nose job, huh. um, the, the distinctive feature, it's like it's like if Barbara Streisand, with all of her money, went and got a nose yeah. job. That like, was... it would be, it would be not right, because yeah. that's, that's her defining feature. And there's a, qu- Own it. a quote that Jennifer Grey has where she's like, I went in to the rhinoplasty uh, movie star and came out anonymous. Wow. Yeah, exactly. She literally had no career yeah. after she got her nose job. It was it's very sad. She's done like that was ever voice. After this stuff, movie but... and after yeah. yeah. I mean after this and, and Dirty Dancing, which was like her her thing. Yeah. Everyone she really wanted her to be in movies. Like she was very um unique looking and she was like, You see her and you know who she is. She's just beautiful. Of her def- and she's very, yeah, she's very beautiful. And it was just after you make yourself look like everyone else, then... It doesn't matter. What's... It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, pictures of her well, now, she... Like, she doesn't look any different than any other woman on the Upper East Side. No. Huh. No. She, like, you, you don't look at her and be like, oh, that's Jennifer Grey. Like, you would look at her and be like, oh, I don't, I don't know who that is. Oh, that's a woman who's very pretty, but not... Yeah, there's same. no... Yeah. Real thing about her. Ugh. Yeah, it's very it's very unfortunate she made that choice. Yeah. But when you're young and you're insecure, you know, meh. Yep. And have the money, that's what you do. Oh, that's unfortunate. Gosh. Yep. Yeah, looking at her IMDb right now, it looks like within the last, like, decade, the majority of what she's done has just been, like, voices for animated characters. Mm-hmm. And then prior to that, in, like, the, the 
early 2000s, she's got a bunch of, like, roles in movies and TV stuff, but it's all stuff that I've just never heard of. Yeah. yeah. Poor not, Jennifer Grey. Not, not Big Star. Yeah, no, her top, IMDb, her top, like, three movies that she's known for <laughs> is this one, Dirty Dancing, and Red Dawn. Oh, oh Red yeah. Dawn. Yeah. Could you imagine just, like, one thing, doing one thing to yourself, and all of a sudden they're like, Nope. You're not going like, to be famous it. anymore. We don't watch anymore. Yep. That's, that's, that's rough. Yeah. It ends up happening for, I mean, like, even Molly Ringwald, who was, like, a huge star in the 80s, like, after the 80s was over, like, mm, where yeah. Molly Ringwald go? Nowhere. I yeah. It's because she had that face. It's weird how that happens. You can't recast someone that's cast as the 18-year-old heartthrob and everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, what do you do when you're no longer the 18-year-old heartthrob? You... Yeah, like, you have to, you either have to have the acting chops to trans transition to more wider range of roles, or you get cast aside, mm-hmm. period, and don't get in anything. Or you start That's doing true. a bunch of drugs and stay in the tabloids long enough yeah. that they feel bad for you, and they give you a show, and then... Oh. Or, or, or you end up on a reality show, like oh, Dancing no. with the Stars, God. or... Actually, something like speaking that. of the... I, I feel like you're going to see Jeffrey Jones on Dancing with the Stars one day. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. It would Could be you hilarious. Imagine? Could you imagine... I saw a, uh, since we're now off topic and talking about Dancing with the Stars, I keep coming across this video of the guy who played Carlton on... Oh, uh, Alfonso Rivero? uh Doing that dance, the The Carlton, Carlton like, with his partner on Dancing with the Stars, and it's so good. It's great. It's so good. It makes me really happy. I love when people can make fun of themselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, Alfonso Rivero is legit, like, he was a dancer. Like, he was a very, very, very good dancer. He was, like, a background dancer for Michael Jackson. Like, Oh, wow. Uh, so it's like, to, so cool. for him to be on Dancing with the Stars, it's like, oh, I'm like, how is he not going to win? He yeah. actually has a dancing background. <laughs> and he's got the, he's got the chops. Yeah, exactly. Or I guess the the legs. He's got the legs. <laughs> I guess. I don't, he got the moves. He's got the moves. He's got the moves. He's got the moves. <laughs> She's got the moves. She was in Dirty Dancing. Yeah. She does have the moves. Her and, and Patrick Swayze. Oh, R.I.P. Oh, yeah. Aw. Aw. Oh, Patrick Swayze. He, 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 was too, he was too old to be going after Jennifer Grey in that movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Probably. His his dad had a... Her dad had, had, a, had a reason to, to not want him around. Oh, yeah. It's warranted. Like, they're not wrong. Like yeah, you're not wrong. Like <laughs> you are pretty old to be going after after that after Jennifer Grey. Just a bit. So when 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 so I really love the moment when Jeannie like turns to Rooney and says like thank you so much for bringing him home and the look <laughs> on his face just falls Aww. like that so all sad. that delight, all that like I've won is just gone in that moment. Oh, that poor guy. Also, I know, he looks so distraught. And then, like, as she's telling Ferris to go inside, he's got, like, he looks like he's going to cry. His, like, little, his his bottom lip is, like, kind of moving a little bit. And and his eyes are all watery. And it's just like, (laughs) oh, I, like, almost feel, I almost feel bad for you. He's so sad. He's so sad. It's, like, the saddest face I've ever seen. I know, this is going to be the picture for the minute. (laughs) Like, aww. Right here at uh, 
at the ver- like near the very end when she's telling him when Ferris is about and then Ferris makes that sound as he's about to go inside he goes oh like he like covers his he like puts his arm across his stomach and he like bends over like he's like oh, so, so sick, sick. Oh, and yeah. shuffles inside I really love it oh poor Rooney though oh I know so sad his whole life also like relax <laughs> maybe don't care so much that uh a child was yeah. being truant. Like, oh no, this one kid took a one day off too many and now you're gonna like, it's amazing, it would be amazing to me if Rooney keeps his career after this. Like, he broke into this guy's house, he, they not, he knocked out their dog with a, with a potted plant, (laughs) kicked in the face. Hey, there was no witnesses to that, there's no, Uh. (laughs) It's just, but like, I don't know, the, just the fact that he like left school, that he went this far. Yeah. But other than Grace, does anyone know that he did any of this? Well, there's Jeannie. no. Jeannie knows some. Jeannie knows that he was obviously she, she in the house. She knows he was in the house. I think that's more than enough. What? What does she knows he? Knows he was at least in the house. And what does he do at work? I don't I mean I don't know. I, I, I many principals can do many uh, different things, but. Don't you think he might have been needed on campus for something? Like, anything? You would think so? There was that moment Jeannie, like, came to talk to him earlier, and uh, the way that Grace greeted her makes it sound like Jeannie comes to his office all the time. (laughs) Like, oh, like, oh, Jeannie, like, what's bothering you now? Yeah. And... Like, you again. Yeah. So, I feel like there must be, like... He's, he's the, what, the dean of students? So people must come to him for some... What does the dean of students do at a school? To, to me, if you're, if you're saying that the dean of students is not um, the person who's, like, the vice principal or the principal, uh-huh. then I would assume that the dean of students' duties do include, like, making sure, like, the students are there in school. Yeah. Uh... Makes sense. I think, well, if you think about what the dean of a college, a specific college does, is they're in control of the academic side of it, the structure of it, what kids learn, what kids do. Yeah. Uh, That, however, in high schools is regulated by the state. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it's a little bit of everything where he's in charge of the bad kids. What do principals do? One of my friends is a principal. I should ask him. I wish I had thought about yeah, what, this. <laughs> what What is what your do you job? Do? How do you, what do you manage? What are you in charge? Yeah, what are you responsible for as the principal? I, I almost feel like as a principal, you're kind of like... Overseer? An overseer. So like you have to make sure uh, and delegate those tasks to things that need to be done. Like you need to make sure that the cafeteria has the food that it needs to, to feed your students. Okay. You need to make uh, sure yeah. that... There's supplies being like bought and supplied in for to the offices and classrooms. You need to f- make sure that uh, the grounds are maintained. Okay, and that kind of stuff. It's, it's just boring administrative. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of delegating, I would assume. Grace probably can handle a lot without Rooney. Yeah, I don't know when she gets on one of her uh, whiteout highs. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. She she might be a maybe little that's out of just it. what she needed to deal with Rooney that morning. I she was, she was having an okay time dealing with Rooney. Well, he was like, no, I think she was sniffing the whiteout when he was going Grace and like yelling at her when he was on the phone. <laughs> well, yeah, while he was on the phone, but he wasn't even talking to her yet. She, she was, was already doing name. it. 
Yeah, but she was already, yeah, but she was already in the middle of doing that. I think because she was just like, oh, I just don't want to put up with this guy. He's <laughs> doing so many. I don't know. I'm doing so many Googles right now, where it's so the dean of students out. is usually supervising various campus programs and serving as a liaison between administrators and student organizations, like student council okay. and stuff. So it's about dean of students is someone that helps with the life of the student and the principal is the person who helps with the life of the school okay that makes sense so if he's the dean of students then, i guess it would make sense that he was a little more but it, i think leaving the school and like chasing no. ferris down is is above and beyond the no. line of duty yeah of course i'm not saying like he should have left the school and, and gone all like uh gung-ho clint, <laughs> clint eastwood out like out for blood type of thing but <laughs> dirty harry dirty harry exactly <laughs> but uh but i do i do uh feel for him when it comes to like if that is his job again like ferris has been gone like nine times and him on top of anyone else who's missing school and whatever he has to deal with that stuff I would assume that dealing with the same kid over and over again would be quite annoying. I, I think it would be, be an a thorn, thorn yeah. in your side. Like, why are you giving me so much crap? You're like the one kid in this whole damn school. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I would be so irritated too. Like, no, like, like, all of a sudden you have a personal yeah. vendetta so, against yeah, him. You don't mean it, to. You know? He makes it very personal. And then he like goes and chases down Ferris. he's ruining his day. He's like, you're making my job hard. You're making my you days know, we, hard. We, we, we touched on this a little bit before. You're making I me look bad. <laughs> honestly, though, both Jeannie and Rooney seem to have, like, a relatively bad day today. <clears throat> yeah. And it's because they're more concerned with chasing after Ferris. Whereas Jeannie, I understand she shouldn't be concerned. Uh, she She's focused on, like, the injustice of, like, uh-huh. how it's going about. Which, again, you could choose to, to ignore it or you can choose to do something about it. She chose to do something about it and her day is not so great. But it's 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 a different thing to have to be really apathetic and just be like, oh, it's not my problem. And I'm like, well, if I ever, everyone had that, like, kind of mentality about things and nothing would get better and nothing would get done. Uh, my husband complains at me all the time, like, I, like, uh, if I take a bus system to work, you know, bus and trolleys. Uh-huh. And sometimes those bus drivers aren't doing what they should do. And like, no one complains about them because it's too much work yeah. to go into and actually complain. Now I'm like, well, actually, if you don't complain then those things aren't going to be better and you're just yeah. going to sit here and complain about the same things over and over it's... again. For him, it's his job and he went too far with it. Yeah. Well, honestly, like his job was done when he called Katie Bueller and she said, I can assure you that he truly is a very sick boy. Yeah. At that point you say, now, great. Thank you. Bye. 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 Like he, he does mention that he's been gone nine times and then she still reaffirms like, but like he is sick this time. Like, and she, he's, she's wrong. He's not, but like his job is done when Ferris's parent or guardian says like he's sick and he's at home. Right. Right. Oh man. Um, so speaking of teachers that go above and beyond because their piece is a junk, <laughs> I went to school for cosmetology in high school and my cosmetology teacher did not like me. I did not Aww. like her, so the feeling was mutual. Her name was Mrs. Susan Chandler. Find her online. Look at her face. Uh, it's a face <laughs> oh I did gosh. not like for my first two years of cosmetology. And 
she one day because it was a votech so it was like uh, marine technology carpentry culinary arts graphic design um, travel tourism a bunch of trade school things and travel uh-huh. and tourism booked a a trip to six flags that ended up getting canceled but a bunch of us were like well why don't we actually do it because that would be fun. And I never played hooky and I was a decent student, but I was a good kid. And I went up to my mom and I was like, hey, I don't have any tests on this day. I would love to go to Six Flags with my friends in the middle of the day. We have it planned. I promise no tests. I promise everything. Do you mind if I go? And my mom was like, yeah, that'd be fun. Go ahead. You can do this once. And this was in 11th grade and I was with a couple other seniors and I was like, cool, yeah. This B <laughs> of a teacher... I wasn't in school, and she had heard that we were going on a Six Flags trip. She assumed oh. that I didn't tell my mom, and I was playing hooky. And she called my mom and was like, may I speak to Mrs. Gilbert? And they, she was like, this is her. She was like, this is Susan Chandler from Chera Regional High School. I am just calling to inform you that your daughter, it has come to my attention that she has skipped school to go to Six Flags. And my mom was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I like told her she could go and my teacher was like oh well uh oh uh, well <laughs> uh have a good day but it's that same kind of thing just, thank god she yeah. stopped after that but it's like don't be also she's not the truant officer she doesn't need to call my mom but I was so happy yeah. that my mom was like stop being crazy right the school would call yeah mm-hmm. but oh mom had god. you back yeah she always does <laughs> it's the best no, so like yeah, like like so Katie like she went to that point. She she you know, but as 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 I mean, I don't have kids. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'm ever gonna <laughs> have kids. I don't have like I don't know if I have like too much of a maternal instinct, but and I understand this is what John Hughes does, but the level of stupidity that Katie Bueller Bueller is is showing in that moment, I would stop and be like, wait. The school just called me. He told me that he was absent nine times, but I don't remember him being absent okay, nine times. But here's like the, so, I would immediately want to like. So Rooney says, um, "That's because he wasn't sick. He was skipping school." Yeah, and so she must assume that like okay, sometimes Ferris just like doesn't go, but that's not what happened today. Today Ferris like played. He played the part. Of being right. a sick kid enough that it convinced her that he was sick. Right. And then she does go home to check on him because she's suspicious. And does a crappy He's job already... of doing that. <laughs> she could go further. You're right. But like what? What? what like I then? said, this is what John Hughes is doing. He makes the adults and the parents look dumb. And that's fine. I understand that that's why she is the way she is in the movie. But I'm just saying realistically, I feel like I would I would be skeptical if the school told me that my child was absent other times that I didn't know about. For one, that looks bad on you. Especially when the parents sitting there like, I didn't know. And I'm like, oh yeah, that looks that makes you look like a really attentive parent when uh-huh. you're sitting there saying that you don't know that your kid's not going to school. I wish you could and, see me here nodding with you. I'm like, yeah, and, tell and, him. And, and then and then for one to like shrug it off, like, oh, okay, he just doesn't go to school sometimes, like the well, way no, you no, made it sound. No, 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 that's not like, what, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that like he mentions that that that's because he's been skipping school, and yeah. she. I think in that moment, her thought is like, okay, 
maybe sometimes he has skipped school, but I'm assuring you that this morning he was sick. Like when she left the house, she was convinced that he was sick. And as a parent, you don't want to assume like then at that moment, you don't want to assume that your kid has been lying to you. Right. No, no one wants to believe uh-huh. that, but I mean, it's most likely uh, true. But, but the problem is, the problem is, here's, here's <laughs> the thing is like, she does go home to check on Ferris and she doesn't go the full mile and walk no, into the room and No, she doesn't go into see, the, but the room pro- and look at the, him. But the fact of the matter is that before that even happens, Rooney has already left the school. Yes. So it, it wouldn't matter. If she got home and, it, and she found the mannequin and she called the school, Rooney's not there and she has. there's no way to get in, co- in touch with him. Right. He would still break well, into why the would house. She, like, why would, would she still... want to get in contact back with him, though? What would she do? If anything, I'd be like, okay, where the hell is my son? He's in big trouble. Yeah. Oh, but then, then what did she do? She just sit at home all day waiting for him to come back? Like, you can't, she can't text Ferris and be like, where are you, where are you at? Like, no, of course not. We're not in, so she, so there's no way for her to find him either. Well, no, of course not. There's no way to find him. And I think at that point, you're just juggling too many people searching for Ferris. Yeah, as, I don't think you need to add someone on top of Rooney and Jeannie already doing this. I'm not saying like, oh, we're in movie world and I'm talking about adding more crap to the movie. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like real world stuff. This is like what would be happening. If I was to. why this is like. So let's say. A crappy way of doing things. Real life is happening. In real life. And uh-huh. this is, uh, say, we're not even going to use the names for the movie. Let's say Jeremy skipped school <laughs> and Matilda, his mom, was at work. And the doctor called and she's in the middle of signing a big deal. This is what she said at the end of the movie. She's like, I was in the middle of getting Vermont. And yeah. <laughs> she was like, the truant officer called and was like, hey, your kid's out here. And they're like, okay, well, uh, he's sick, I promise you. And the teacher's like, oh, well, he's been sick nine times. At that point, my mom, let's just do my mom, because I know her. She would be Uh like, "Uh, can you not call me a liar right now? And she would be on my side automatically as soon as someone was to not be on my side. But Mm -hmm. she would take into her back brain everything they said about the nine other absences, and she would wait until the opportune moment when she got home after work to tell me about them. And it wouldn't, she wouldn't leave work early. Cause what is she going to, what is she going to do? Going to exactly yeah. the thing. Going to go home and sit there. Um, and even if she did decide to look for him, where would she start? And again, Vermont, she had to sign her, sign away her, whatever. What does she do? She's a real estate, real estate agent. agent. So I guess selling a house. Yeah. yeah she's got like some big, yeah. uh, property deal that she's working on or something like that. Yeah. So she's not going to let this get in the way of her day. Just like I wouldn't. If I had a kid and someone was like, hey, they're playing hooky, I'd be like, all right, well, I'm in the middle of doing all of this right now, so I'll deal with that inferior human as soon as I get home. (laughs) (laughs) Inferior human. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, and so I I don't know. I think think that it, it does just... I think that all of Katie Bueller's, like, the... Oh my goodness, sirens outside are loud. Yeah, right? Uh, I think that for Katie, um, any 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 thought of like, oh, like Ferris's parents are, are kind of stupid and oblivious, like for Katie, her one moment is really just that like cracking the door and not going all the way in, right? right? Like between the two of them, I feel like Tom is the one that seems more like absent-minded because we've had so many occasions where they've like looked each other in the face and not seen each other. <laughs> yep um 
And I'm sorry, like, parents know their child, like, even from the back of their head. Like, you would know that they're your kid. Well, and oh, that's yeah. why we had that moment last week where, where Tom, like, looks at Ferris, who's, like, running beside the car, and he looks away, and he kind of, like, shakes his head, like, that can't really be Ferris. And then by, it's too late when he goes to look again. Right. Well, he's thinking so about he has, the like, a, uh, hot girl that blew him a kiss earlier. Yeah, he's still he's still thinking about uh, about Sloane when she said that he was uh, licking the glass and making obscene gestures with his hands. So yeah. funny. Uh, I really I really love it. Yeah, no, I you're right. Like I do think that his parents could have done more, but like I, I'm still I still feel like Rooney went too far. I'm not saying he didn't go too far. I know you're not saying he didn't go too far. He did go. Or too he did far. go too far. Whatever. Uh, it's just a lot. It's really satisfying seeing him, like, so distraught here at the end of this minute when Jeannie, like, turns the tables on him. I just, ha- I have more sympathy for Rooney than I do for his parents. Because to me, like, he's just trying to do his job that he got too overzealous. Yeah. Them, are they're just being terrible parents. Yeah, I also, as I get older, I just take the side of the parents way more than the kid now. I'd be, mm. like, really like, yeah, just let him have a day. And I'm like... Get his butt to school. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm like, there, there, there are other repercussions. Like I said, the like I was, I said in the like early on in the beginning of the movie is like I don't know how strict that was in the 80s, but if you're gone, a certain, if you're absent so many times during a shorter amount of time, like a semester or whatever, you will have like police and like CPS and other things like looking into you. Yeah. Uh, just Katie Bueller being being like. I didn't know he was absent this many times. Wouldn't be another red flag. Like this family, that people would be all over this family as to be like, what are you like? What is your roles as parents? Do you even know what your kids so, are doing? So type of thing. Rooney theoretically, then at this point, Rooney should have gone that extra step and like called truant police <laughs> instead of taking it into his own hands. He, right? he should have called truant police on that family and then called the real police on uh. The, the Peterson family yeah. thinking that his daughter's making out with her dad. Oh, so <laughs> gross. Like, that would have been a phone call as well. That would have been like, um, okay, I need to call somebody. Yeah. That's not okay. This, this is a little, so that's how it is in there, man. It's weird. It's so weird. Everyone comments on how weird his, his, his comment is. And I'm like, no, his comment to me, it would be exactly what I would be thinking and saying out loud to myself if I witnessed what, just what he witnessed. No, I feel like you would just be like, Ew. Ew. Yeah, right? Me too. Not, I, I, so that's I, how it is in their family. I'd be confused, like, 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 what's going on? Yeah. Like, wait a minute. I, I don't... You know what I would be I don't like? have any sympathy I'd be like, me. that's not her dad, and I was right, assuming it was Ferris Bueller. <laughs> They're dating. Yes, they would kiss like yeah. that. Yeah. I would be like, get yeah. up here. I don't, I don't trust you. No, he doesn't even question it. Even Norman said this. He doesn't even really question it until they, like, peel off in the car. Yeah, and yeah. And he's like, oh, wait. He's like, wait a minute. It's like, no, a red flag should have gone up a little bit sooner for you for that. Like, for one, I would have questioned why you decide to pick up your daughter in the flashiest car for after a death in the family. Be- maybe, maybe that's just like the... Because Ferris is a teenager and his thought is like, oh, Mr. Peterson's just going to have the nicest car. Sure. I, I don't... Again, this is Ferris wanting the car, not no, not caring well, what necessarily I, the other things. He doesn't want to show up in in Cameron's car. Is the option is what it is. I would assume he, Cameron's car would be a little too obvious because it looks janky. Yeah, and they're like, Mr. wait a minute, he'd have a nicer car Peterson than that. Drives a piece of shit like that. No. Yeah, which I agree with that. One. And so his own like there, we've only we saw the other cars that are in 
Cameron's dad's garage. There are ones that were like less fancy. Uh uh-uh. uh. This one is like the million dollars, like millions of dollars, because it's one of thirty-five. But then he also had like a Mustang, like a like an old school Mustang, mm-hmm. and he had like a European. Wasn't there like a truck or something back there? Like he, a- yeah, well, they're all they're all really expensive, really luxurious cars. What is Cameron's dad driving on a regular? We don't know. We don't see his dad's car. Like the one that right? he takes like, to work. It's like, where's the one car you actually just do the drive? the thing. <laughs> uh, it's, like a, it's a wood panel station wagon. <laughs> a wood panel station wagon. Yeah, Isn't that right. what a... That's what, that's what the Bueller's have. The Bueller's have. Yeah. <laughs> that's all, fam- all families have to have a station wagon. Well, they only have one kid. They don't need a station they wagon. They don't need a station wagon, technically. They and they also don't do anything car. with him, so... Yeah. Oh, not even when he was little, you don't think? No. They, he's got like, a, no, they're all two, all the cars so. are two seaters. Oh, that's messed up. That is messed up. I bet that they did some stuff together and then the, the, uh, mom cheated on the dad and the <gasps> dad went into oh, this damn. spiral and then the mom left and now it's just him and, you know, he just talks about it like his mom's there even though she left a while ago and none of them actually say they don't none of them want to say that she's not coming back but it's hardcore that's why everything well, that's has, what, she's well, in decatur with her new family unfortunately she's yeah. well he said unfortunately she's not staying see she's coming back maybe mm. it's just a ruse she'll be back eventually well no no because ferris ferris talks about cameron's mom um whenever they go to pick the car up when he's talking about the parade and he's like no no one no one who would like no one who knows me would ever believe I was in a parade or would ever go to a parade or something to that effect. He's like, my mother would. He's like, I'm not worried about your mother. It's because she's not here. She's indicator. And she's never ah, coming back. She's never coming back. And they don't want to oh, tell Oh, that's him. sad. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. That was just It's a, all heavy. That's not exactly, not actually what I think. It's just fun to, yeah. you know, think like that. We have all sorts of theories because we, we don't see either... we The only parents we see in this movie are Ferris's. Right? My, th- my theory is still that Cameron is abused. Oh. That's heavy and hardcore, too. That's all Makes depressing. a lot of sense, though. <sighs> Maybe. I mean, he does have a really terrible relationship with his dad, as far as we know. His mental health is, like, all yeah. out of whack as well. Like... Yeah. It's very obvious he has a lot of self-worth issues, mm-hmm. and that starts at home. Yep. If your parents aren't giving you attention and making you think you're even worth anything, then that's not going to do well for you growing up. Yeah. No. You're just going to grow well, up that's to why, be so, like, so, so he had, But we, we, got, we got, you know, he had that moment of, like, taking a stand against his father. I mean, it escalated into there. kicking the car out the window, but prior to that, he, he was... He has to maintain that uh, bravado... Until his dad gets home. Yeah. And that's the hard part. It's all good and it's all good when your adrenaline's up and you're like mm-hmm. ready to do it now. Yeah, but you have to wait for him to get home. And you have to wait and you imagine what's going to be said. Oh, God. So that's going to make you think over and over like, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? And next thing you know, like all that bravado is gone. It just and- deflates. And then nothing changes. Poor Cameron. So, like, you don't even know. Like, we think that that's what happened. And then it's like, eh, you don't even know. I really hope, I really hope that in the end, like, everything does work out for Cameron. It will. I think so, too. I feel like it defeats the purpose of the movie if Cameron's still in the same place next week. Tomorrow. That no one's gonna see. 
Yeah, I guess. So I guess it doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's, at that point, it's whatever you want the ending to be, I suppose. I, uh, I want it to be something good. I bet it is. I bet it's... I bet he ends up finding travel, and he travels a lot. And he ends up finding a girl when he's in Florence, who's actually from uh, Poland. And then they go and they live in Norway forever. Aw. And he just, like, gets away from his family and gets away from all of that, like, all those stressors of rich kid city life. Whatever. I don't even yeah. know. Yeah. And then just he like has the, a kid the pressure that of that family. Aw. I bet you Cameron would be so much better of a dad than his own is. Yeah. That's I cute. Agree. Yep. Um, also, I, th- it's, this something happens in this minute that goes on into the next minute. Uh-huh. Where they just don't quite acknowledge all the flowers all over the house. Yes, yes, yes. I actually had that as a note for tomorrow, but you're right. Like, well, we'll save it for tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see in the foyer. There's a lot of... We, we'll have to talk about it, because I have, I, have I have a question yeah. that I don't have an answer for okay. in regards to all these flowers. Um... I think that's everything I had for this minute. I think the only thing we have left is is Jeannie. After Ferris goes inside, Jeannie starts to say to to Rooney, like, can you imagine someone as sick as Ferris trying to walk home from the hospital? Yeah. And uh, just just kind of laying it on really thick on Rooney. Like, she's already won. Like, Ferris is inside. Rooney can't stop what's going Like, he has no argument left. Nope. Oh Um, my god, I love when she yells, I have a scorching case of herpes. (laughs) I know, the the look on his face, he turns and he's still got the, like, he's got the tissues in his nose and he's just like, I didn't need to hear that. Yep. Uh, So funny. I love Jeannie. Me too. She's great. Okay, how do you guys feel? I think that was everything I had for today. Yeah, me too. More, actually. This is great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for being here. Would you like to let everyone know where they can find you, Crystal? Sure. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Crystal Beth, and you can listen to my now finished Movies by Minutes podcast, The Fifth Ooh. Element. I know. Oh, my God. And that's on iTunes, The Fifth Element. And then also my podcast, um, what's the other one? Oh, yeah. Unlimited Lives Radio. Unlimited Lives. That's yeah. on radio. That's on the radio, too. That's on iTunes, too. Go check those shows out. And, uh... You know, go find us on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and review. We're wrapping up the show, but we really want people to still be able to find us and and uh, kind of show that support for the show. So go do that and come back tomorrow for minute 97 of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Done.